Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. We are back, and the NFL news cycle does not want to slow down. As the draft approaches, rumors are being thrown everywhere. Jalen sees how Colby is feeling about the fifth-year options this year, and we got an NBA playoff round one of hoops going down. So we see our beloved Wolves and Nuggets face off. So see what happens by sitting back and enjoying the show. All right, Jalen, we are here on a lovely Friday evening. Well, lovely for some of us, those of us out here (laughs) in Virginia, not actually quite as lovely uh, for you. I apologize, but so much going on. Think of heat of the first round of the NBA playoffs. So much to get to there. NFL, like we were just saying, never wants to let anyone have the full spotlight either. So they always have some news going off. How are you doing, sir? Oh, man, like you said, no one can get a break here, um, whether it's sports here in the NFL and NBA. Shoot, MLB's fun, right, Colby? Yeah, the Pirates, man, they're they're on a tear right now. They're unbelievable. We'll see if they yeah. can. They only have to do it for 140 more games. <laughs> so many. But... They have a whole summer. Still, we're, we're not even in May yet. But hey, it's so it's so fun to be it's so fun to be excited about baseball. But uh, and then you got NHL playoffs going off as well right now. So yeah, dude, everything's going off right now. No rest for anybody. And we have the draft in literally a week from tomorrow. Yesterday, less than a week away. Yep. Less than a week away. Which, Boy, uh, has time flew by. Oh man, so so much to get to. Um, some NBA games on tonight. So tonight, where we're at in time, we got Game Three of Celtics Hawks. And then you get Knicks, Cavs, and of course, Nugs, Wolves, the classic nine thirty. Nine thirty? I can't believe it's early enough. I was. That's early enough. Two games were brutal, man. I was in bed watching those. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say those were ten o'clock ones over there, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nine thirty on a Friday. You got a chance on this one. Well, luckily, I didn't have to need to watch the whole uh, first game. No offense. <laughs> I didn't. Colby, I, I had the same thought process as you. <laughs> I watched the first quarter and I was like, all right, well, I think that was a good uh, implication of how this is going to go. <laughs> so Nuggets like Jokic and them barely played the last like two weeks of the season. So that was also kind of on like just part of it. Why I think it was so bad. And we'll get into it more later. Just like, yes, the Nuggets are better, obviously, but like the better team and they're coming off like so much rest versus the wolves and all their turmoil they've been through to scrap in. I almost thought y'all were going to come back and get us in game two, but uh, that was a battle. (laughs) A battle indeed. But I knew we were, I think we were down big in the half still. And I was like, yeah, I think it was already, I think we couldn't mount that comeback. Had the insane third quarter. Ant was, Ant was going crazy, but we'll get to it. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. We got some NFL news though. There's like we said, NFL not giving anyone a break, right, Cole? Yeah. No, of course. So yeah, we had guys get in trouble for gambling today. A bunch <laughs> of players on the Lions. Jamison Williams, the only like high level, like this like players, but like high level dude. Um, so he suspended six games. A couple guys got suspended for the year and then cut um from the Lions. But so all that happened. Most shows probably would not leave with this. But we, of course, have to lead with the rumor that the Vikings had discussions about trading for Trey Lance, which is honestly a surprise to me. I'm surprised the Niners are like already 
about to move him. Consider I I that did surprise me just because like Brock Party said he might not play this year. I don't know if you saw that. Like he doesn't even know if he's gonna be able to play at all, apparently. Yeah. Because so, of his uh how long he's gonna take for him to recover. Yeah. So I don't that would be crazy. I still don't think they'll end up trading him. But man, that's a wild rumor. So I know we know how you feel about Trey Lance and your beloved Vikings. So uh what what are you thinking when you heard that? That was all time disgusting it was a gut punch and i was hoping that uh the vikings weren't actually one of those people that were calling um i mean some people were like it makes sense you know and i was like i i I think it does but at the same time kirk just i know what i'm getting with kirk and that's the one thing i hate about trey lance i don't know what i'm getting it makes sense i mean shanahan did pick him up shanahan was a big fan of kirk cousins so i mean he has a Shanahan, you know, hand in there. I'm just trying that. This is literally me reha- trying to find a way to talk myself into if this guy were to be on my team, Cole. And uh, there's no way I would like it. I, I don't want to, not this season. Let's just write off with Kirk Cousins, man. We know what we're getting. And if we're, if we're that sick of it, then I don't know. Uh, and I guess we tr- go up and draft somebody. I don't know. You don't want to sit Trey Lance for another year, get him a whole nother year to develop and learn. Uh, and still not know what the I hell he's going to be all about. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, man, devil's advocate to that, just because, of course, I've always been the bigger Trey Lance fan out of two of us. And while I will say, as I think we have, you can tell, my confidence has definitely wavered in Trey Lance, for sure. But I still think he deserves, like, a shot, um, just because he's played so few games. Um, but I mean, you saw where I had him ranked in my quarterback rankings. So let's not, uh, it's not like I'm as high on Trey Lance as I was, but still I do think it, I mean, I understand why the Vikings would do it because he does still have like some physical upside, man. I don't know. And with y'all's weapons, it would be weird. I don't understand why the Niners would do it, to be honest with you, just because they don't know what party's going to get. You're going to rock with Sam Darnold. Like I'd rather at least give Trey Lance a chance and play Sam Darnold unless he's just like completely awful at practice and <laughs> that's why he but I mean he was a starter last year and he broke his leg so I think he deserves at least a shot I wouldn't hate that if I was you yeah but I would hate it even more just thinking of how how well Kirk Cousins could probably do in on a 49ers team that's like his paradise right there you're telling me a team that's actually the, run the Niners would take Kirk Cousins back because of the money with their team they have they would probably I'm guessing like Trey Lance would probably like sit behind Kirk. That's what the other thing I was gonna say. Sorry, I mean to cut you off, but I'll let you keep going. But I was just gonna say the the value you're getting on Trey Lance is incredible because if you did trade for the Niners are not gonna get they traded what two ones to go up and get him? Like y'all could probably get him for what, a third round pick? I would I don't know. risk a yeah. third round pick on Trey Lance. That's that's not a huge risk for a potentially very high reward. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't know just because I think they would still be asking for like something more than at least the third round, you know, because they did spend a lot, like you said. That's true. I just don't know. Like, I wonder, like, who else would give up something for Trey? Like, I'm sure there are teams out there, but like, I don't know how much they're going to be giving up for Trey Lance at this point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what I was about to say. He doesn't get he hasn't put out much for us to go off of, Cole. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, we're still waiting on Rodgers. We're still waiting on Lamar. What if one of those two teams go over and be like, you know what? 
what if after the draft we still haven't seen any heard anything about those two guys you know so and we've we said that probably around the draft that's when we're going to probably hear some some more noise but to be honest we're getting closer and it's honestly gone a little bit more quiet so you know that is uh that is facts um I think Rogers. Yeah, I am with you. Like the Rogers thing is getting weird. Like, come on, this has been out here for this long and it still like hasn't happened. They, if it doesn't happen by the draft, I might be like, I don't think it's going to happen at all. To be honest with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Packers want to get picks in this draft. So like, I don't know. And Lamar, I don't know. I, you know what I've said. I've said Lamar thinks going to drag out so long. I think if we're he's still going to be in this exact situation. I feel like he's now, most likely, unless someone gives him just a crazy offer, which doesn't seem like it's going to happen, I think he'll probably just play on the tag. Oof. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough if that happens. It's going to be interesting. Another interesting season for the Ravens. Um, but Colby, your team, though, they were making some noise this week. Oh, yeah. Went out and got Allen Robinson. Yeah, so I... I love that move. I obviously like when I heard that, I was like, that's kind of weird. I didn't really fully understand it, but like the value they got on was crazy because like exactly, yeah, bad last year, but uh, they traded basically. So the Rams could go up like 15 spots in the seventh round. They swapped seventh rounders and they paid 5 million of his salary since they gave him that big contract last year. It's not like a super long deal. And the Rams, like I said, paid some of it. So, like, it's very low risk, which is why I like it, with potentially high reward. And at least he's, like, a veteran receiver for uh, some of those young guys. Yeah, Allen Robinson has some glory day, some great moments uh, for the Bears. And then he just kind of fell off once he went out of Chicago, which is crazy to say, right? So let's see what Kenny Pickett can do. Uh, He's going to be back in the cold, so maybe, maybe that's all he needed. He just needed to be back in the cold. Oh, I like that take. Mm-hmm. And you think it might be like the second best quarterback he's ever been with besides Stafford. And Stafford was bad with him this year. So Exactly. So who knows, right? He's got the best Aaron Mitch, the backup. <laughs> For the one oh, yeah. you know, second team, getting those second team reps. <laughs> hey, there you go. Those are valuable reps. Hey, and then when Mitch does come out there, he doesn't because this is the offseason. We're not even we're not planning for a, a Mitch Trubisky game. Am I correct, Colby? No, I mean, he's the backup. Yeah, but like exactly. you always need a backup. You never know. Yeah. Big Ben, Big Ben, even in his like heyday, missed like a game a year at least, usually. You always <laughs> have to have a Charlie Batch or Dennis Dixon or Mason Rudolph or someone like that out there at least once or twice. There you go. There you go. So, and speaking of backups, um, Jimmy G. They're saying that they're going to draft Jimmy G a backup, probably. Or what if Trey Lance goes and just returns to be Jimmy G's sidekick? How about that? That would be so funny if that happened. I don't think so, but that would be wild. Um, I mean, I understand. Listen, if I was the Raiders, I've I've told you, I don't Christian and I have both kind of been in agreement on this. I don't love these quarterbacks, any of them. I like them. I like Stroud. I like Christian said Bryce Young is complete, but I mean, I understand it with Bryce Young, but I do agree. He's just, he's too small for my taste. Um, Richardson, I feel like is the one they're thinking about or Levis, maybe just swing on the upside, but Richardson would be the upside behind Jimmy G. I wouldn't, I think the Raiders, man, like I would just wait another year, just rock with Jimmy G look at next year's draft because they're in a position right now to get like one of the top and we'll do a full draft episode, maybe like Monday or something, but (laughs) 
they're in a position right now, like to get one of the best corn, two best corners in the draft, guaranteed basically. And their secondary was horrible. They have to address that. This is the worst secondary in the league, problem, pretty much. So, I wouldn't do it if I was them. I think that's a weird move, but I understand it. Mm, you understand? Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good response. I think it would be. I agree with you. First of all, hilarious if Trey Lance did back up Jimmy G. Be a sound backup, though. I like that a lot more than him being in Minnesota. Um, I, come on, see, we're still Team Nick Mullins over here. Come on, Colby, gotta remember that. <laughs> um, we already got a 49ers quarterback, guys. Come on. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's a good. I think that's a really good take, honestly, because I'm with you on that on the whole quarterbacks thing. And a little spoiler to the draft preview, but. I, I don't know if I'm, I don't think there's going to be that many quarterbacks going that early, but we'll save that for another time because I got one last thing for us, Cole, before we go into the association. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I also had two things, but let's hear yours first if it's one of them. Well, this one's about Tua. Two quick things. Okay. Let me hear the Tua thing. Oh, yeah. That's right. Go ahead. Tua came out, picked up his fifth year option, and then he came out and uh, was, you know, said they debated retirement, but he's going to keep playing. So good for him, first of all, for him to make the decision. And as long as he's healthy and cautious of making that, good for him. Uh, but it got me thinking, Cole, what other f- quarterbacks could be picking up their fifth-year options or other players? And would you pick them up? Okay. So you ready? I'm ready. I like this. First one, Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah, obviously. Oh, you're not going to pay him right away? You're not going oh, to add still on to the Lamar damage? No, you still give him the fifth-year option. You can still extend the contract with the fifth-year option. That's what, like, Mahomes did. They always accept it. Yeah, that's easy. Because that gives right. you an extra year until the big contract you give him starts. Good point. That's a good one. All right. All right. I mean, sometimes it might be better to pay him early, but let's see. I mean, Some of these players, you might feel him. differently. We'll see. We'll see. How about this one? All right. Chase Young. Yes, I would. The injuries aside, he's still – Yeah, he's so special player when he's out. I mean, that's one of the best – talking about the draft, like just coming out, like he's one of the best pass rushing like prospects I've ever seen. And like he was so good as a rookie. Even though the injury stuff is weird, I still – the upside is just too crazy. I'd have to pick it up to have at least another year of control. All right. All right. Ready for our next one? Yeah. I don't know if you noticed a little theme here, but it is the 2020 draft class of the first round. Yeah. Um, we got Justin Herbert. Yeah, obviously. Same, same, everything I said about Burrow, basically the same for Herbert. But see, they're both for cheap stake owners, Cole, but I would think that they would get it over with now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're still, they're still going to, like, they've already accepted the fifth year options and like, they're going to like extend them. You can still negotiate with them and extend them. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, they have the fifth-year option. It just saves them. It's basically one more year where you don't have to – until you start paying him the crazy money. All right. All right. I'm just going to – I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would just get it over with, you know, make him happy like they did with Jalen Hurts. But That's fair. Hurts was also – he wasn't a first-round pick. He wasn't a first-round pick, yeah. But still. But still, he's part of this class. That's fair. Um, Judy. Jerry Judy. We're going into some skill players now. What are your thoughts on his fifth-year option? That's He's been tough. out for a while. That's a tougher one. Um, I mean, I would probably decline it, to be honest with you. It seems like they're already trying to get rid of him. 
you have other receivers. It feels like they're gonna he's gonna get traded eventually. I have a feeling. We'll see. He's not he's still a good receiver. He's not as good as I thought he would be coming out, but he's still a really good receiver. Um he has some value. The, the thing is, like, dude, you can just get receive there's so many receivers out in the draft every single year. Like there are so many talented receivers out there, is the only reason. So I'd say decline. But that's a tough one. All right. Well, I hope you feel the same way about these other two receivers. Very top tier, in my opinion, and very, very crucial for their teams. First up, though, was C.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah, I would accept his. Look, he's better than you. I I was about to say, that one, I hope you don't feel the same way about receivers when we talk about C.D. Lamb. Yeah, no, C.D. Lamb is like a legit, legit number one receiver. I would, I would accept it for sure. He's a dog. Okay, there you go. Oh, you see him as a legit one. Not like the best one in the league, obviously, but he's still super young. Like, yeah, I think he's a really solid one. He's a good one. He's not top tier, but he's like – He's like second or third tier of receivers in the league. Still pretty I'd good. say if he's your second best receiver on your receiving core, that means you have one of the best receiving cores. That's what yeah. I would say. I mean, if yeah, he was number two. He's better than the one on most teams if you like go down the line. So, yeah. Exactly. I was about to say, he's just not top tier. But anyways, I kind of agree with you on that one. Just because, A, he has been po- – he produces sometimes. He does get – he has some moments, you know. So I, I'm all in on C.D. Lamb. And plus Dallas, you know, all in on that. It would be a big old thing. He'll they'll probably get some news out of it for the whole year because you know how Jerry is. So I would <laughs> do it just for all the theatrics, to be honest. Um, but with this guy, I would go back to my old philosophy of probably go and agree with you here, Colby, with Justin Jefferson, baby. Probably the reason why you feel a little down on Judy. Because these other guys just produced way better, man. Like JJ. So well, yeah. um, I think this is an easy one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Except he's <laughs> arguably the best receiver in the league. I would probably have him as the best receiver in the league. He certainly was last year. So yeah. yeah I see mean, how I'll... he does year two with KOC. Um, we're gonna go ahead and roll through this, Cole, because the last one, and this is my favorite one of the whole entire first round. Right. Jordan Love. Would you, Colby, pick up Jordan Love's fifth-year option? Yes. Oh, boo! Of course I would. You have to at least you give him you get at least two years of him as the starter on a cheap deal. And this is not the uh, same as like Herbert and Burrow. It's not like anyone's going to give oh. Jordan Love a crazy contract. So yeah, let me see two years on the rookie deal. I saw some stuff. I think he can be pretty good, man. I don't know. I think people are sleeping on Jordan Love a little bit. We'll see. This could age poorly. But for the oh. – well, I'll get to the other quarterback thing I have to say before we do NBA. Gee, <laughs> we don't even know if Jordan Love's playing this year right now. <laughs> he's gonna, dude. He's gonna. I, even if – Rodgers, I don't think, will be on the Packers. I think he's either going to be on the will. Jets or he's just not going to be playing at all. Because the Packers want to move on. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Colby, uh, let's test your 2020 knowledge here. All right. Can you answer this question? Why did the Steelers have nobody on this list when I was looking through their fifth-year list? They didn't have a first-round pick that year because they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, and it was a great Oh, there you go. There it was you go. The right That's why I asked. That's why I asked. I was wondering why. I was asking. Because there you go. Then I remember I when that happened. It was because it was right after Big Ben got hurt, and everyone was like, 
the Steelers, this was like, oh, this might be their opportunity to draft a quarterback if they just bought him out. And then the Dolphins made that trade. The Dolphins thinking, oh, they're no big Ben. They're going to be horrible. Well, this will be like a top pick. Mink is kind of unhappy here, whatever. No, it gets Minka Fitzpatrick, completely changes the defense, and Mike Toblin goes 500 with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. And you got, instead of like the 16th pick, you have like the best, arguably the best cover safety in the league. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Cole. There, I just, that's why I asked. I knew you'd have the history lesson ready to go for it. It took us. me a minute. You did. That was a good question. It took me a minute to remember. <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, I always got you on your feet. But all right, let's go ahead and take over this association real quick. What's going on in the NBA? Wait, can I hit my last two NFL things real quick? Oh, yeah, I forgot, man. My bad. You know, you're good. Sorry. They're just, uh, so they're quick draft things. We're not going to dive into it. One, um, just that I do feel like worth mentioning. It's basically from what all the markets are saying now. Um, it seems like Bryce Young pretty much dialed in to be the number one pick. Looks most like that's what's happening because he can't the rest of his visits and the betting markets. He's like Stroud was the favorite. And now Bryce Young is just like an insane favorite. So that's and I understand that completely, even though I worry about his size. He is like the most special, like mm-hmm. as a prospect, just in terms of his play. But he's just so small. Yeah, and that was my concern as well. Remember, we were. I think we wrote it. We predicted it. We said the Panthers would probably go with Young, but we probably want them to go with someone else a little more uh, sturdy, you know. But we probably we predicted this would happen. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, they gave them they gave them a decent amount of tools around them. I say a decent set, you know, to get them started. So, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah. it's time, I guess, we got to start being optimistic that he might be he might be the guy for them, you know. I hope he is, just because the NFC needs some more fun young quarterbacks. It's a lot of old dudes out there. Baker's out there, right? Yeah, exactly. There He's you not go. A fun young quarterback. Him versus Baker two times a year. Woo! Well, we'll see how long Baker keeps that job. You know how much I used to love Baker, man, but I mean, at this point. Uh, I'm disappointed in how fast you dropped off the, the How Baker fast? <laughs> I mean, he was good. Moments with there was, it felt like there was no love this season for you, for him. You you had no faith in him when he started yeah. off the this best season. backup you could possibly have, talent wise, in the league. Um, <laughs> That's disrespectful. He's a fine. He's fine if you have a good team around him. He can be your starter. Um, you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, the, <laughs> the other, the last NFL thing I was going to say, branching off to Bryce Young. Just want to throw this out there, Jalen. Just for us to potentially, there's some whispers out there, and there could potentially be. It's not guaranteed. A lot of things could change, but there's a possibility for an awakening, Jalen. Okay? There's rumors going around out there, especially ever since it's now, like I said, become clear that Bryce Young is the number one pick. I don't know if you've seen this, but there are lots of people out there saying that Houston yeah. – might not like any of these other quarterbacks that much. It might just take, you know, um Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know where you're going, I think. Best edge because it's uh D'Amico Ryan's a defensive guy. They also have the twelfth pick, so we'll see if one of the quarterbacks wound up slipping that far if they do pass on. But if they don't like Stroud or someone, most of the veterans are kind of off the market. I don't think there's any way in the world Lamar's going to Houston. So, could the Davis Mills wagon potentially be resurrected? Could he get one year of D'Amico Ryan's to try to save it? 
Absolutely. Yes, Colby. I'm glad you brought this up, actually. Um, slipped through the radar, but it did come on the radar at one point. Uh, and dude, I'm glad you brought it up because we have, I still have the map. Okay. We still have the map buried. It's buried deep within my boxes that I have within the room here. <laughs> um, but the map, we got it, Colby. We can always go back to the bandwagon. It's going to take a whole off season to reconstruct and see if we can even put this thing together. So we got to see what happens after the draft, but yeah, there's some hope. There might be some hope. And you know, obviously, from here, me here in the questionable QB department where we just love to root for the randomest of quarterbacks, <laughs> we love to see Davis Mills get another chance, especially underneath D'Amico Ryans, a defensive guy, sadly, though. So he will probably – we'll see what happens. But I have good faith that Davis Mills will get another chance. I like this. I like this chance, I believe. Yeah. I honestly, like I said, I thought there was no way in the world this would happen. And then Culture if, changer. if they wind up, if he went because they won that last game with Lovey Smith against the Colts, they lose themselves to the number one pick. If they don't pick a quarterback, like I, I'm not saying the map, don't, don't take it out yet. Um, maybe look for it. But after the draft is when we're really going to have to talk reviving the bandwagon if they don't pick one. They could very well. It might. This might not be true. You know, you never know. Maybe yeah. they will take a quarterback. At two, and then we'll just be like, "Oh, well, I guess they're not picking Davis Mills to run with it." But if that doesn't happen, I think it's very much in play, which I had not thought all off season. I think though the real question will be at number twelve, like you said. I think that will be the if they do go with Will Anderson. Sure, I don't think there's going to be no no pause for concern though. I think there's going to be got to wait to see what's going to happen at number twelve. Man, oh, this is gonna be a fun draft. I'm excited. For fun that. draft. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. All right. So that's all the NFL we wanted to hit. So now we can, yes, of course, get into the playoffs, which have been great. <laughs> Not all great. Pretty great. <laughs> so all right. Where Where should we start? I guess should we? You want to start with the ones that are on tonight, or start with the ones that have already gone three games? Let's go with the ones that have gone with three games because right. those ones are going to happen in the weekend and we probably won't be covering them. Yeah, some of them. Two series, I think, are going to end in sweeps probably. Um, yeah. We'll see about the rest. Oh, we got the 10-minute warning. Okay, here we go. So, yes, all right, let's go down the line. Okay, so Miami and Milwaukee actually play their game three tomorrow. Um, so we'll come back to that. All right, Philly-Brooklyn. Last night, the Embiid kicking game. The Harden hitting a dude in the nuts game um, when he gets ejected. Maxi was awesome. They squeak it out. They're up 3-0. The Nets put up a great fight in that game, man. Um, and I respect how hard the Nets play for Jacques Vaughn, and I do like some of their pieces as far as, like, they're in a decent position building block-wise because they got all the picks, at least for KD. It's not as bad as it was, um, you know, post, uh, post Paul Pierce and Garnett. But... <laughs> They're like they're completely overmatched. So I think the Sixers, if they don't win in game four tomorrow, they'll definitely win it in five. Like, so I, I don't feel like we need to spend a ton of time on that. We said it was a mismatch. Yeah. And the last game, too, it was just so sloppy. Like, just like that was the headlines for a lot of shows today where, you know, the NBA kicking dudes in the nuts or attempting to kick dudes in the nuts while Harden punches dudes in the nuts or attempting to punch dudes in the nuts <laughs> it's uh 
And then, you know, just for him to get ejected and then for Claxton to get ejected for taunting, it's, he was getting a little sloppy out there. So Brooklyn, yeah, Colby, you're right. It hurt. It breaks me to say it, but after seeing (laughs) Philly still with like Tyrese Maxey, just still balling out, you know, it just, it, it does remind me like they still got the win. So yeah, that looks like they might be sweeping this one. Good, good series. We'll get to talk about the Nets and their off-season debauchery, I guess, some other time. Yeah, they'll be an interesting team to watch. It's going to be tough mm-hmm. for them with both Orlando and Indiana pass them next year, though, because of their young talent. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yep. Okay, so now we'll get into um, – go to these Western series that have played more, these more competitive ones. All right, so the Kings Warriors yesterday, Golden State obliterated them without Draymond even after he tried to kill Sabonis by stomping on him. Um, the Kings, the, you know, those first two wins were awesome, dude. Those were great games. I was so hyped, hyped to see the Kings win those. And then kind of last night, I mean, it feels like the Warriors are going to even this thing up probably. They're so much better at home. We'll see what happens tomorrow night or Sunday night, Sunday afternoon kind of. But, man, I like what I think the Kings can do it, man. I still like the Kings. I still think they're going to take the series even after last night. Those first two games, man, were awesome. Yeah, those first two games were awesome, and last night was just a slight reality check, but it's a reminder that the Warriors are an amazing home team, just like the Kings are. So the series might just be played all at home, and if it's all one at home, the question remains, can you win a road game for both of these teams? Can one of these guys win the road game? Um, And to be honest, this is where I get afraid is because if the Warriors get two in a row, man, they're going to be feeling themselves – and I feel like getting that road game for them at that rate, it's going to be a little bit easier. So, but I'm with you. I'm not going to shake. I'm, a little, I'm, sh- I'm not shaking yet, Colby. I'm staying strong. I'm still there whenever they want to light the beam. So I'm here for the Kings. I still think they can do it. They got to they gotta do something, man, in this next game, though. They got to. I need more confidence. Even if they even – I don't want the Warriors to even the series. I think you might have a little more confidence, but I'll be a little bit more concerned. They even up. No, I mean, I agree with you. I do agree with all your fears and concerns because of the Warriors, what they've done, how terrifying they are. Um, so, no, all that is very legitimate concerns. I will say that the reason I like Sacramento still, like, one, the Kings, they shot horribly last night, so they could win Sunday. It's it's going to be tough, but I don't put them past them. They don't seem like the moment's too big for them when they got the home crowd. And the thing I liked the most, honestly, in those first two games, at least, last night, obviously, the Warriors cooked them. But Mike Brown, I felt like this is kind of one of the very few times I felt like I've seen Steve Kerr get outcoached. But, like, Mike Brown, I feel like he's coached them so well. His subs are great. Like, he's very good, not just, like, motivating the team and, like, changing the culture and everything, but, like, the system and, like, how he, like, coaches in-game, which, like, that's always the biggest thing. That's why I always said that's why part of the reason I take Spolstra is because he's also so good with all the little in-game stuff. And Mike Brown was has been super impressive in this series. Yeah, Mike Brown is very impressive. Got coach of the year for a reason. Unanimous, I think it was, oh, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's. I, it's been awesome to watch Pope, like you said. It's been awesome. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I'm staying strong. It's because someone's got to win the road game. 
But we've seen how the Warriors struggled this season in the regular season. But I have been the one to say all they need is one. And it goes for both teams, though. If the Kings get one, and like you said, they've had bad shooting on this last game. Sunday, I don't think that's going to happen. So all they need is one. And it goes both ways, though. And the most important low-key that I thought one of the biggest, at least especially the second game um, for the Kings, too, um, like their depth is impressive. They just have the guards that can like exploit the Warriors on defense. And uh, man, Davion Mitchell, the second year kid out of Baylor, I think it's the second year, it was like the eighth pick. Um, he's not a great offensive player, but he's literally just in there for defense. He was chasing Curry all over the place. And Curry in the second game, and yes, they still get him sometimes, but he's a great defensive piece. Um, so he's been awesome. And then the fact that you have Monk, Fox, and red velvet who are all legit can legit score and can legit shoot the lights out on any given night. Um, and Fox is just so hard to defend. I still think the Kings offensively just have enough. I believe in them still. I think it's going to be a great series, but I still think they're going to win it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's preaching to the choir, Colby preaching to the choir here. We <laughs> believe we still believe. Yes. So that's going to be, that's been a fun one. All right. Anything oh, else on that this before, one. before we get into these guys? Oh gosh! Yeah, let's move on. I got it. A lot to unpack in this series. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Suns Clippers. Suns up two one. So the first game was obviously very impressive by the Clippers. Kawhi hooked KD both sides of the ball. He was the best player on the court. Dominated. Westbrook had the crazy hustle performance, even though he shot horribly. Um. Westbrook has since been awesome in the last two games. I never thought I'd see him play this well in the playoffs. I got to give him credit for that. These last two games have been unbelievable. But the Suns, Clippers still lose. The, the second game, you know, they're in Phoenix. They couldn't stop Durant and Booker. And then last night with Kawhi just comes out the day of the game. He's not playing. Classic Kawhi out of nowhere injury news. Um, no one knows what's going on with that man. And so that just changes the whole series. And they still almost won without Paul George and Kawhi. So uh, take a bow, Ty Lue. He has been unbelievable in this series. He was just overmatched without his guys, man. Overmatched, man. And I'm glad you gave Russ his flowers. That, that, that's amazing. I'm glad you finally come around. Um, Russ, he, he deserves those flowers. Because last night was one of those games where, like, you expect him to be blown out, especially after the Kawhi news, which is undoubtedly disappointing by the way like you already lost pg and this guy's gonna just with me i you do you hope that he's all right but like come on it's like geez man it, that's all i can really say on that it's just god that's why i was already like disgusted when i saw the clippers it's just seeing the Kawhi situation at this time it's so disappointing it's yeah, just so like, disappointing gearing up to be a great <laughs> series too if they had it him, was. they definitely probably win the way those other guys played yeah, it would have been definitely a much more entertaining series. And they probably would have won. And then and these are all, of course, the classic what-ifs. But it could have been a much – now it's 2-1, and now they have to win, and we don't even know if he's going to play in the next game. There we go. Yeah, dude, it's bizarre, man. Russ, I cannot believe how good Russ has been these last two games. I got to give him his flowers. He's, like, leading the charge for him. Um, and he's playing good defense, yeah. It's crazy. It's like someone here called it or something like that. It's, yeah, I gotta give you credit on that, man. I really did not think that was possible. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm still not a Russell Westbrook guy. Two, game, two games is not going to change five years of evidence, but 
They Dude, it wasn't five, he wasn't that bad for five years, Colby. I'm just saying he's been on so many. He's been on like four teams or five teams now, though, in five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That number is true. That number is hard to argue with. But, man, this has been a much better – this has been a good fit for him, like basketball-wise. Much better. Ty Lue, yeah. And, yeah, Ty Lue <laughs> helps. Yeah, I think he he's the one that deserves a lot of those credit there. Yeah, all right, Jalen. So the that Clippers Sun series, man, has just been uh it has been a bizarre one so far. Definitely the I would say the weirdest of the first round for sure. Yeah. So that's all the three game series. Um unless you hey, that. I would like to ask one question for you. All right. If your Nuggets play the Suns, you gotta feel a little bit more confident now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I told yeah. you, they're top heavy, man. They are very top heavy. Oh and yeah. I think no. that's starting the show. <laughs> No, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. I meant to say that. Um, yeah, I do feel much better after seeing these first three games about the Nuggets matching up with the Suns because, yeah, like you said, they don't have a single bench guy you can count on. I mean, their sixth man is Torrey Craig at this point. Torrey Craig. Who, like, the Nuggets didn't even want. <laughs> so, like, I liked him. He was a solid role player, but, like, you can't count on him in the playoffs. Even Aiton is flaky sometimes. Jokic is going to cook Aiton. Um, Aiton is a physical athletic defender, but Jokic is going to cook him. Jamal Murray is going to – we'll get to Jamal Murray in a little bit. Playoff oh, yeah. Jamal, uh, he's going to have Chris Paul in hell. Chris Paul is going to be in hell trying to defend <laughs> Jamal Murray. Um, now, obviously, oh, you could say the same. The only thing that does give me pause is you could say the same thing about uh, Denver's wing guys against Booker and Durant. But um, it's going to be – Porter has a shot. I, I feel a lot better, especially with the altitude and their lack of depth, like you said. We have more chemistry. I, I think the Nuggets, I really think they're going to beat them if they play. Yeah, there you go. It, it's going to be, I think you have, I think that series gets a little bit more confident after just seeing what's going on between the Clippers. And like you said, they had to fight a Clippers team that was just, you know, coached really, really well by Ty Lue. So let's see what Malone can cook up. That's going to be the only thing that might be your X factor for going into that one. But how about this next up series? What we got next? Yeah, all right. So I guess we'll get into the other LA team, the Lakers and Memphis. So the Lakers cooked them the first game. Rui had a crazy shooting night. Austin Reeves, we we talked about that, didn't we? Because we recorded right after that, right? Yes. Um. Yeah. So the Grizzlies bounce back and win game two without Jaw. They continue to be better without Jaw over a long sample size, which is kind of strange. But back we called it, but we were wrong at the same time. Yeah, I mean, backs against the wall. They had to have it. I still don't love their chances in this series with Ja. They do need him back, but he's banged up. I do feel like just because they need his upside. Um, but Tyus Jones is an elite backup point guard, and like they are better defensively without Ja. Um, that was a huge win for the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are a good team. I think if they get one of these LA games, they got a real chance. I think it's going to be tough, but I, I do think this is going to go like at least six games, um, at least, if not seven. Um, I still I think they can get this. I think they get one in LA. I think they do. I can see it. I mean, you think it might tough. be tonight, or is it tonight that they play, or tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow at ten. They got the late game back to back, which is surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. Yeah, I, 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 I like Memphis a little bit in this one. Not gonna lie, I kind of like Memphis in Game Three. I hope you're right, man. But the Lakers do just have a really nice team. But I think. I mean, yeah, I think if Memphis can take these next one, one of these next two, they're back in business. 
Yeah, and it gives him time. It gives him more time for Jaw for whenever he does get healthy. Yeah. So I think he'll probably – I'm sure he'll probably be back. I think he'll play yeah. one of these games, if not both. I was about to say, I think we'd see him by game six if they if they make it to that. Yeah. Well, because they didn't even rule him out till like, right before the game for game two, right? So, like, yeah, I, it was the day three or four. Yeah, if game four would be big, like especially if he travels to L.A. So – yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's gonna be a battle, but that's been an interesting series so far. So we're gonna be that's gonna be one to watch tomorrow night. Will be. It will be. <laughs> Late one though. Late one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, let's get now back to the east. Um so we got the Bucks and the Heat. Giannis, as we said, sucked to see him go out in game one. With the back contusion, he doesn't play game two, but the Bucks shoot the lights out and cook the heat. So 1-1, unsure if he's going to play tomorrow night or not. We'll see. Uh, seems like he's real banged up, which is definitely a major concern for the Bucks. But I do feel like if he's, they think he's close to coming back in all these games and he might play, I think they can at least hopefully get through this series, even if he can't play. Um, so if they do that, I think they'll be all right long term. But, man, this is going to be much more of a dogfight than originally saw, thought because of Giannis's injury. Yeah, I think they can – I think this is a series where they can I, – I hate to say it forward, but Giannis can get his rest, you know? Let's just not – let's play it safe, you know? Let's play it safe. It's a back injury. Let's just play it safe. You know, you after you've seen the performance they went on, they shot out lights out, like you said, Colby. They shot lights out. So – I, I I was I literally wrote that down right 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 down as well. Like I don't think they need him for this series, honestly. Um, it would be much more of a dogfight, yeah, much more entertaining too. I hope, but I would not be surprised if Milwaukee came in and won this game three as well. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, yeah, I agree with you on that. They have enough pieces there that I still think, like you said, that they can beat this, win this series without Giannis. But it. it it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. It's been a bizarre start to this one, too. I mean, don't rena- let's not forget, though, the Heat, they also are losing Tyler Hero. That's true. You know, for the series. <laughs> so let's also remember they're lost. I think that's a valuable piece for them, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's almost like, hey, don't forget, you know, don't forget. They're also, they, they lost somebody as well, but the, the Heat are just, what happened to your heat culture, Cole? That's all I can say. We got to see hey, what's going to happen. What do you mean? What culture. happened to it? They're putting up more, more of a game. fight than Brooklyn or Atlanta. <laughs> oh, because of one. Po- all right, no, 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 even, no, even. We'll see what happens when they go to Miami. We'll see I'm what happens when they go to Miami. Win the series. I'm just saying, like they don't. I've been said. I've said about Miami. I've had them pretty low in the tiers all year. I've always said they don't have enough guys this year. I still do believe in Eric Spolstra, um, but. The, yeah, like you said, Tyler Hero, they already, like we said, don't have enough scores. So to lose Hero, I mean, it's like other than Jimmy Butler and Batman, you, you're really you really reaching for some of these guys you're counting on to give you buckets in the playoffs. Yeah, like Max Struess. Gabe Vincent. Like, they did it the first game, but you can't count on that. Yeah. can't. That, that, that's, we got to see what they do at home, though. That's a different story. We'll see. That's true. Maybe they'll turn into some hometown heroes. <laughs> That's true. We'll get to see that one 
Uh, tomorrow night. All right, another one that I think can probably be a pretty quick one. Uh, the Celtics and the Hawks. Celtics are up 2-0. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a terrible matchup for the Hawks. I don't even think the Hawks are like, I've you know, I haven't loved them. Like, I think they're an all right team. This is the worst possible matchup for them, honestly, out of all the top seeds. Just because of the wings that Boston throws at you and the defenders they have. They match up so well with Atlanta on the perimeter better than anyone else. Um, this is just a bloodbath. I don't think the Hawks are going to get one of these games at home. Maybe Trey just has like a 40-point game. He shoots the lights out, but I doubt it. I think even if he had one of those, it wouldn't matter. They'd still lose. Because I think Colby, this te- the season, the Celtics, dude, they're just they're just there. They're, they're going to run him over. They're going to – Malcolm Brogdon got his award in his hometown for the sixth man of the, of the year. Atlanta. Um, I saw the little presentation on TNT. It was pretty dope. Um, I just think, man, the Celtics, they got some... If Joe Mazzula goes into the Atlanta and just takes care of business, dude, we're setting ourselves up for some interesting Philly... This Philly series is going to be insane. Like, this is one of those things where we're just already going to have to just jump to the next get, next series and start thinking to, of the future because man, oh man, is the next series just going to be even more electric? So uh, way more electric for <laughs> both those teams. Both those teams, it'll both be way more electric. So, yeah, that's how I feel about this one. Come you're, on, Celtics, wrap it up. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. You're right, dude. Uh, I can't wait for uh, for Celtics Sixers. That's going to be amazing to watch. Okay. All right, we'll do we'll do our teams last. We'll end on that. So the other game is about to start here in an hour, a little less than an hour. Knicks-Cavs, 1-1. The Knicks had that thrilling first win. Uh, yeah, the Cavs didn't like that so much. Game two, they're not going to New York down 0-2. They ran the Knicks out of the gym. Um, and I do think that's why I've picked the Cavs in the series. I do just feel like they have more overall talent. Um, the Knicks' first win was great, and I think they're going to put up a heck of a fight. There's, there's no way the Cavs get both of these in New York. The Knicks could get them both. I doubt it. I think they split these next two. Man, this has been this is going to be one I'm very excited to watch here in 8:30. Okay, so like an hour and a half. Turn this one on. Uh, going to be great. Well, Colby, you're rooting for a split. It sounds like, but I'm sticking with my Knicks take. I'm saying they're going to still sweep those guys at home. This is the Garden's going to be erupting. This is going to be an insane environment. I'm all in on. I'm still going to buy into the blue and orange skies while this series is still happening. They got to win a series eventually, right? So, come on. We're going with the Knicks. It's the good old hope. But at the same time, don't get it twisted. If the Cavs come out of this thing and they just sweep them at home, I will be probably one of the more quieter supporters and won't be delusional <laughs> and I'll be back on earth. And uh, yeah, just, as that, just like that, I'll be cured. So, We'll see what uh what the Cavs got, and we'll see. But at the same time, definitely still believing in the Knicks. And I think that, especially now that they're going back to the Garden, I, I think that's going to just elevate them a little bit more. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, I'm not rooting for, like, the Cavs or, or the Knicks on this. I just want to see a great series, and I think we're going to get it. I want to see seven, I mean, yeah. I would be happy for the Knicks if they won. Like, I have some buddies and buddies in the Knicks fan. Um, and it is more fun when the Knicks are good. This has been cool how they've at least been respectable now, and they were good this year. They were this team. I'll say, I'll say like this: this team is definitely better than the first Thibodeau playoff team for sure. They got cooked by Trey Young because uh, of Brunson. Like this team is definitely way better than that team. Um, 
It's going to be tough, though, man. I don't know. Cleveland. I just think Cleveland's guys are dogs, even though they're young. Like, Garland, he was not great in the first game. You saw what he did in game two. He came out and dominated. So, like, they just have too much, I think. I just don't think you're going to be able to slow down all of their guys enough in seven yeah. games. It's a good argument. It's a good argument. Um, how about this, Cole? I think you – I want to see what's your opinion on this. What's your, what's your thoughts on the Cavs being in a 3-1 situation? Do you think they can pull it off? Down 3-1? Yeah, after the series, if they if the Knicks actually do sweep them at home, they'll be in a three one. Do you think uh, they think the Cavs can do it? That's a tall order. I mean, I would be... two games. No, I, can't, I don't I think they win. will. No, if they're down three one, because at that point the Knicks are really consistently getting these performances, and I just think it's, it'd be tough, even if they win the fifth game. Dang. To come back from down 3-1, especially having to win that one at Madison Square Garden. To me, they, the Cavs have to get one of these next two. If they don't, my thoughts will be swayed. If the Knicks do sweep them at home, I don't know. If, I don't think they could come back from 3-1. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Yeah, I, I think it would be hilarious. I think they could do it. That's why I wrote down it would be hilarious. So, interesting. You'd be more hilarious. concerned. I think you wouldn't be laughing. You'd be more concerned. I don't I'd, think I'd, I'd still have some belief in it. I would have some belief in the Cavs, to be honest, because I think they would force a game seven still. I think they're going to get one of these next two, so I don't think it's going to come to that. He's Donovan Mitchell. Are you kidding? They try to trade for him. He's from New York. Like He's going to be trying to go crazy in the garden. That's true. That place is, like I said, still erupting. People who hoop. Both, te- both players from both teams still ball out on Madison Square Garden. That's the only bad thing is players still hoop. Both sides still hoop. So it's just going to be a crazy environment. That's very true. Oh, this is going to be, yeah, I hope, really hope this one goes the distance. I would say this one in Kings Warriors, probably the two that have the best chance to go the distance. Oh, yeah. I don't think any of that. Well, maybe Memphis and the Lakers, but I doubt it. We'll see what Jaws' health is, but that's too many factors. I like these two more. Yeah. Cool. All right. And now for the finale, what the people want to see. Nuggets, Wolves, 1-8. First game, as we said earlier, was was just a complete and utter cooking. It was just the Jokic took like barely took any shots. <laughs> he had 13 points. Jokic was out there jogging around, got a couple quick nasty buckets, some assists, ran about the gym, barely played the second half. Um the second game was much more tough. Nuggets, I watched that whole first half. The Nuggets were working them again. And then the Wolves had a crazy third quarter and came back. And then the Nuggets sealed them late. Murray and Edwards both went for 40. So that was fun to see. Um, you know, how are you feeling being down 2-0, going back home tonight? You know, we're not we're down but not out, Colby. We're down but not out. Um, there's like an 8% chance we could still win this series, according to NBA history. Um, I'll take those odds, especially against the Nuggets team that is always being mocked. But to be honest with you, Jamal Murray, like you said, playoff Murray. He's I thought I questioned him in the beginning. Oh, yeah. There's a reason why he had a competition, and he should have been alone. He should have been left alone in that superstar showdown meter. He he should have been all by himself, and he proved that these last couple of games already. He's back. It's good to see. It's awesome to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I can't hate on it because reminds me of the bubble man. And then that that's that was like peak peak Jamal Murray in my eyes. And to see it go off, whoo. Hard to hate, in my opinion. I'm not here, so it's it's a tough argument to build up. But you're going to Minnesota, 
Anthony Edwards finally got got it going a little bit, you know. Hopefully he can carry that into these series and he's at home. Only problem is the Wolves aren't the best home team. So it's going to be pretty easy for you guys to split. I'm just hoping that we can at least get one. That's all. (laughs) We're hoping we get one. And I think tonight might be the night. But just just from the pure momentum that we got from the last game, I I hope they held their heads a little bit higher than after the first one. Because the first one, like I said, was just a pure cooking. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think they all probably will get one of these, objectively speaking. Of course, I'd love to see the Nugs go for the sweep, just to really put it. <laughs> but I think more than likely y'all will get one. I think we'll split, uh, but I think y'all will get one of these two, and we'll end it in five. Um, you know, y'all have good pieces. Ant-Man is so, – Ant-Man, I'm glad to see glad to see that from him in a game that it didn't – that we still were <laughs> the Nuggets still won. But it's, he's still the guy. The rest of the team is weird. I have a Wolves take for you that I might say for final thoughts, but, or we can do it at the end of the day. But yeah, man, I think y'all get one of these two. Y'all, y'all are a solid team, but you know, the Nuggets, I think they'll take care of this one pretty. It depends on how, and we can get, we can get both depending on how we come out tonight. You know, that's what I'm going to say. Depending on how we come out tonight, we might get both. And that's if we come out there and we drop 20 above, we get at least 20 above y'all. Yeah. We'll be like, you know what? I still believe. But at the same time, if we come out and we scrape by and it's like, you know, probably like a three-point scrape by, then I'm going to be like, yeah, that was a good-hearted home playoff win. Good job, boys. You know, something the fans can remember, take home, and uh, to the offseason. So we'll see how this went. Like I said, I think a lot depends on tonight. But if you guys come out, take care of business, it might just be the one of those petty the petty ones that the Wolves are victorious for winning. <laughs> In game four, like they've done it with the Rockets, they they're known for winning the pettiest of game four. So, well, I just wanted to be on this one, game three. It'd be a much more different tone setter. No, I can see it. Yeah, I think y'all will get one. This is gonna be I said. It's been the last night was game or the game game two was really fun, good game. So this one, I'm sure these next two, I think these both these next two games will probably be close. Like uh, the Wolves are definitely not gonna go down easy. Um, and I'm very excited about the return of playoff Jamal is the last thing I'll say. That was his fifth, fifth 40th point playoff game. Now, granted, the others were in the bubble, but it shows you that, nah, he's really built for this. He's been, his playoff career average is like all eight points higher than his regular season career average. Um, so it's good to see Jamal Murray reminding everyone who he is. Like, that gives me a lot of hope about this team's chances. Yeah, I, I think that is that the main reason. Uh, I think is that the main reason of concern that really washed away once we're talking about that next Sun series or even the Clippers is that Jamal Murray is officially back. It's a big part of it. It helps a lot. Um, mm-hmm. The Suns thing is more just at this point. If the Clippers had their guys, I honestly think the Clippers. Even though, as much as I said the Nuggets, I still feel confident the Clippers might have might at this point be a tougher matchup than the Suns just because of their depth. The Suns, man, like I said, I think that's their depth. Is like only you don't need that many bench guys in the playoffs, but you have to have a couple. And like, so just the biggest part of it, honestly, is just how the Suns have looked. Even as much as Murray has been a big piece of it too, it's more been how just like they have not looked very like a team that I think can win the whole thing. Yeah, very questionable. And then uh, who knows how this Kings Warriors one Colby goes down? I'm with you. I, I I want that one to go to seven as well. So, 
a lot of confidence for your Nugs going forward. But uh, let's see what the Wolves do tonight. Let's see if they can give you all re- reality check that uh, hopefully comes to the table. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait to watch this one tonight. I'm going to be able to watch the whole game for, like, and not have to be in bed. For the there you go. <laughs> Uh, and you probably get to enjoy it because it, if they're going to be at Minnesota, I'm thinking this one's going to be a lot closer than the other two games. So hopefully a much entertaining first half. That's what I'm asking. That's Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it should be a really good one. So, all right. There you have it. That is the NBA playoff recap. We just covered a lot of ground right there, Jalen. That was uh, – this has been going to be such a fun postseason. I'm very excited. The second round is going to be all times. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think <sighs> – just previewing the matchups we might have, like the East, you're gonna the Philly Boston one we talked about. You're gonna get most likely still Milwaukee, and Cleveland or the Knicks. You know that'll still be a really fun series. I think Cleveland would give Milwaukee a little bit more of a fight, just matchup wise, but that'll be great. Denver Phoenix, like we've been saying, I think even though I do feel more a lot more confident than I did, I still think that would be a tough series. Like, that would still be a great series with a lot of stars, obviously. And uh, and then, obviously, Lakers or Grizzlies against Kings or Warriors. Like, all those teams have so many storylines and a lot of awesome players. So but any, any co- combination of those matchups would be fascinating. Yeah, any of them, man. And it, like you said, second round's going to be great. But man, just take out the Nugs and put in the Wolves. Oh, oh, imagine on. how the playoffs would be then. Oh, oh my goodness. It would be so, so cold and boring. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No one wants that. I think I, I think we speak for everyone. The Nugs finally got themselves a draw that uh that the people want them to win in. <laughs> That's so. true. probably true. No one wants to watch it other than me and you. Everyone yeah. small market guys. We're over here rooting for this for the series. I was originally going to seven. Now I'm hoping it's just a graceful five. <laughs> but hey, uh, we'll, see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. So like I said, it all comes down to tonight. That's all I'm saying. But Colby, you're right. We covered a lot of ground today, my guy. And second round, so many games. NFL draft next week. But the most important thing, Colby, is what are our final thoughts on April 21st? A week before the draft, a week into the playoffs, a week into NHL playoffs, and almost a month done with baseball. So, a lot of things that can float around. So, so much. Um, we, we covered pretty much all the NFL stuff I wanted to hit on, so I'm not going to go NFL this time. Um, I have a – it's almost a mini posing a question to you. Um, first, though, I will have to say Pittsburgh Pirates, America's team, 13-7. and seven. I said <laughs> I'm saying them for my final thought almost every time just because they've been a fun young team. They've got a lot of exciting players. We'll see. I love Connor Joe. I'm but my, real final, my real final thought, would you take this deal? And I think we may have discussed this before, but I, in light of new recent events, would you trade you're the Timberwolves GM, your favorite team. You, you're like, Jalen, you're now in charge of the team. Straight up. Straight up, Trey Young for Carl Anthony Towns. What Hell no. No? Not Trey Young. I'm sorry. Not Trey Young. I couldn't <laughs> do it. It would be probably better yeah. for Ant, though. Actually, it would probably be better for Ant to have a weapon like Trey Young, though. But I don't know. You're he's, probably pretty, there. he's probably, <laughs> probably pretty, pretty ball dominant, but I would keep Cat. Oh, wait, you're saying we choose. If I could trade Rudy for Trey Young, no, hell no, yeah. We're not that say. We're saying Rudy for Trey Young, hell yeah. Um, I actually agree with you. I don't think I would do it either. I would probably keep Cat over Trey Young. 
And now cat shoots just like Trey. Really think shoots threes just like Trey. I'll take cat still. That's a, like I would have like a five hour meeting with all my guys at least about that. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I, say, I would at least have, I would conversate about it. How about that? Because you have to at least consider Anthony Edwards. Um, my final thought: I'm going to keep it just like you, Colby, into the baseball world. Eleven and seven with the O's, baby. It's awesome the reform. Adley Harach has been. It's just incredible to watch. This team's just hitting bombs. Baseball is very entertaining. My, may I add, folks? Uh, the runs are just coming in, and it's just. The games are are going at a better pace. I'm not complaining on that end. So, yeah, what is that? Is that the life score already? Twenty to seventeen. Yeah, Boston. Uh, Atlanta's fighting so far, but you know it's pretty early. Yeah, very early. So there you go, folks. Colby, like always, though, some good stuff, right? Very good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJ JC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.